Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Science of Yes with your hostess, Pam Heath, the Yes Coach. Each week, Pam will speak about the energy of yes and how you can use it to create an extraordinary, prosperous life that you will absolutely love. Pam has spent a lifetime building and leading transformational programs and is passionate about making abundance available for everyone who yes. Callers are welcome, and we invite you to like Pam's show before leaving the program. So open your heart, open your mind, and be ready to receive what is possible from your friend, the Yes Coach. Good evening and welcome to the Science of Yes. I'm your hostess, Pam Heath, the Yes Coach. Every week on Thursday evening at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we speak about the energy of yes and how you can use it to create an extraordinary, prosperous life by design. I'm a life coach and a business consultant. I specialize in breaking down the emotional barriers that block you from what you're committed to achieving in life. My background is in personal development, communications, team management, and years of empowering individuals to achieve their best results. I spent a lifetime as a legal administrator and operations manager, and I also spent many years focusing on leading impactful transformational programs, and I will work with you to enhance your ability to create an extraordinary life that you absolutely love by design. I call myself a yes coach, and my process is the science of yes. So let's get started this week. This is a very special, extraordinary week for us. We're not in Los Angeles like we usually are. I'm actually broadcasting live from La Jolla, California, where I'm attending the Mind Valley Reunion. I'm so excited to be here. I'm somebody who really believes that investing in myself and teaching myself as much as I can about the resonance of yes in the universe by connecting with powerful instructors who also are in the transformation of community. That is what I live for. So I'm here in La Jolla about to attend a three-day extraordinary course called Mind Valley. We're here, and I'm here with my very dear friend, Rocio Kissling, and I want you to know that I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited to share the science of yes with you. You can call in with your questions. The number to call in is 323-642-1207. That's 323-642-1207. I can support you and answer questions around anything that you're grappling with in life by implying the Yes, and we're going to start out this um, evening with our first caller. Just a moment. Good evening, you're on live with Pam Heath, the Yes Coach. Who's this? Hi, Pam. This is Nisa. I spoke with you about two weeks ago about um, attracting a man and doing the winking thing. Oh my goodness! Well, Nisa, welcome back. Thank you for calling. Thank us. you. Thank you. Well, I just wanted to say that I saw one guy that I liked a lot at the gym. And we, like, looked at each other for a quite a long, long time, but I wasn't able to wink or smile. 
did you see? Okay, look, so this but is I great. But I think there was something awesome. there. It was amazing. I was like, he was literally what? looking for a long time. You know what he was looking <laughs> for? An invitation. What? An, An invitation? invitation? Oh. Yeah. The reason why I gave you that homework assignment is because the wink is an invitation. It's an invitation that says, I'm available. If you want to talk to me, come on over. See, the whole well, point of the assignment, I know that it, instead of it, winking, I felt very smile, uncomfortable. Smile. But the reason I told you to wink is because I know it's uncomfortable and I want you to flirt. I want you to practice flirting. See, here's the thing, Nisha. You're, just because you're flirting with a man doesn't mean that you're um, a slut. It doesn't mean that you are asking for trouble. It just means that you're letting him know with your body language that you are available, single, and interested. And the reason I told you to do that with everybody who make eye contact with you is because when men make eye contact with women, they're asking a question. And the question they're asking is, may I approach? Oh. That's why, know. you know. This, I was so scared. <laughs> I, I got so scared. scared. I couldn't it's do it. But maybe next time I, I can. Maybe I'll but see him what? again. Maybe you'll see them again, and maybe you'll see others. But guess what? Keep doing the homework assignment. And not just with the ones you like. The assignment was to do that with any man who made eye contact, even if you're not attracted to him. The point is that you practice flirting. And if they come over, like they come over to you and say, oh, she's inviting me over, and you decide to rescind the invitation, all you have to do is smile and turn away, and they'll get the message. See, the art of flirting is a lost art that nobody practices mm-hmm. anymore. And what I'm trying yeah. to teach you is how to flirt. And trust me, men enjoy women flirting with them. It makes them feel special. It makes them feel they puff up like like rooster from the attention of a woman. Yeah. I promise. I promise they do. They puff up like roosters strutting around the farmyard. And I promise you, you'll see that man again. As a matter of fact, he's probably running to that gym hoping to run into you again. Who knows? Who knows? But keep going. Don't stop now. Yeah. Keep going. I'll trust Keep going. Keep trying, yes. Keep trying. The practice makes the perfect, okay? Because you're not yeah. used to it. You're, you're like a right. lot of women, I'm not. For, for the men to approach you. But, you see, they won't approach. Men are like airplanes circling, you know, the airport. They need permission to land. Yes. Yes. You see, you have to be open to receive, and he doesn't know you're open unless you let him know. A smile is great, but a smile isn't enough to let him know. Come on, come. You can land. Wheels up, okay? You can land. I'm open to receive. Now, it doesn't mean anything. It just means I'm open to receive. You can land, but if we go out on a date or anything else, that's not guaranteed just because I winked at you. 
Yes. But if you talk to him and he seems nice and you want to take it further, make sure that your body language is letting him know you're, you're doing okay. Men are so much looking to us for, to let them know what's okay to do and what's not okay to do. Mm-hmm. You get that? Okay. So yeah, keep it up. So I need keep to, up. Yeah, keep practicing the art. And and don't worry. The some, it's kind of like going to the grocery store and shopping for for groceries. You really do have to t- try more than one. When when you're looking for a tomato or when you're looking for a watermelon, you don't just pick up the first one without testing it out. Yeah. Do you get that? You know, yeah. you want to see a couple of them. Wink and smile and wave and, you know, practice your wink in the mirror if you have to. Okay. Practice in the mirror. Like when you get up in the morning, you finish brushing your teeth and washing your face, look in the mirror and wink. Wink and smile. Okay. Like you're, you're auditioning for a commercial. Okay. At yourself. Wink and smile yeah, at yourself. Yeah, I'll let you know and, how and, it goes. Yes, I'd appreciate that. And remember, not just the ones you're attracted to. Every man that that catches your eye, wink and smile, and you'll be surprised what will, what will occur. Suddenly, men are be will be like moths coming around you all the time, and then you choose. Once you have a choice in front of you, you'll choose. Okay. Okay. All right, let me know how it goes. I'm so excited for you. Well, I'm not so excited. Well, you'd be surprised. Tell me how you're yeah, feeling. Yeah, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I, I just started. Yeah, but are you feeling nervous? Thank you. Yeah, I feel nervous, uncomfortable, yeah. So the nervousness and the uncomfortableness is the same body fixation of excitement. Yeah, well, you know I, just don't, I can't really handle a lot of rejection, but I'll try. No, but hold on, hold on. That's the best part, sweetheart. That's the best part. Nobody's rejecting okay. anything. You're only going to wink and smile at the ones that are looking at you. Oh, okay. You get it? There's no rejection yeah. involved. You're only winking and smiling at the ones that are already looking at you. So the, that when they make more longer eye contact, those are the exactly. ones I can wink at. Those are the ones. They're already looking at you. So what they're waiting for is an invitation. Remember, men oh, are like Okay, that makes better sense than me just winking yes. at everybody like, no. no. no yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it's it. Only at the ones who catch your eye. They're already looking at you. Okay. Oh, I They're see. Okay, okay, got it okay. now. I got it. Yes. Thank you. Exactly. You're welcome. Call back and let us know. We love hearing about you. Oh, yeah, I will. Follow. I will. All right. Take care. Good night. Thank you. All righty then. So, hi. You're live oh. now. With yes, Coach. Who's this? My name is Debbie. Debbie, welcome to the call. Hi. What's going on? I'm having some crazy time at work right now. Are you? Yes, it be and like that. Yes, and um, and I've been working on myself, and I feel like that 
my karma is almost paid off or it is paid off because I'm going through some stuff. But um, um, I don't know how to proceed because I'm being attacked at work. And I don't know if um, my boss isn't on it. She always gets the new people to attack, um, you know, the top salespeople. And I've shared... And they don't share back, but I still keep being who I am. And I keep feeling like a new job will come because I feel like I need to be around high-vibe people. (laughs) Okay. Well, tell me a little bit about the attack. Is it one individual or is it a group of people? Tell me about the attack. It was verbal. It it was verbal. Is it a group group of people or is it one person? what is it was this, what is three total three total okay so it's a group of people who are verbally uh abusing you and can you tell right. me a little bit about what what's the content is it, are they picking on you are they yeah well yeah, okay the new guy's getting picked on by her she my manager's a bully and i tried to defend him and say you know we kind of have to stick together well he uh, didn't believe me, and now he's kind of um, like if he gets picked on, then he turns around and blames me, like lies and and everything. And I was like, okay, I'm a big girl, I can handle this, you know. And um, but I've been very meek, and so today I'm actually kind of proud of myself. I stood up to the bully, <laughs> and I was like mm-hmm. feeling like mm-hmm. yay because it was odd to use my voice and tell the truth mm-hmm. and. You, I haven't done it in two years. And so I feel like it may have come off harsh because I'm not, uh, you've never heard that side of me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. quiet, quiet. And then when I unleashed it, I'm like, no, you're lying. And this is what happened. And mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. need to be a grown up. And it was, it just sounded harsh. It really wasn't. It's just that I'm not used to it. Okay, so, so your manager is your immediate supervisor? Mm-hmm. And it's a he or a she? It's a she. And she's a bully. Okay, how long have you been at the job? Two years. Okay, so do they have an HR department? Uh, He's actually coming tomorrow, no, because it's uh, a least. Um, our vice president's coming tomorrow, and she's acting like my friend, and it's like me and her against this other guy that I know it's it's just not the situation. And she asked me to back mm-hmm. her up. And I said, I'm just going to tell the truth of what happened. But um, mm-hmm. I know this is a huge mm-hmm. lesson for me. I just want to make sure I get it. I think it's um, – and then the other guy is kind of nutty. Um, because he he talks about serial killers, and I, I just shut him down. I think he's just trying to play with me. It's a very it's a very odd atmosphere, you know. Okay, I understand. So um, I don't want to use real names, but give me names so I can distinguish the people we're talking about. Okay. The okay. Guy's name Bob is, is the Bobby. The guy, and then the supervisor's name is um, Megan. Megan. Okay. So, um, Debbie, you are in what we term a hostile work environment. Okay. Yes. And legally you have a right to work in an environment that's not hostile. Okay. Okay? 
so why why um I already forgot her name. Tell me your name again. Megan. I'm, Megan I'm making up that name. Is trying to yeah that you I know I don't want real names because we're on the air. Um, so okay. why Megan is is acting like she's your friend because she knows HR if they get wind of what the the environment that's a lawsuit that's waiting to happen you could sue. Okay. 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 So she's playing nice because she doesn't want you to tell HR about the hostile work environment that she's created there. The only she has created it. Yeah, she's created. She knows she did. That's why she's playing nice with you right now. Mm-hmm. So my my coaching to you is the only power you have in this situation is formal complaint, okay? Okay. The only way you can keep her from continuing to create this hostile environment is to make it known that that's what's going on. You have a right okay. to come into work every day from 9 to 5 or whatever your hours are and work in an environment that's safe and comfortable and doesn't leave you feeling disempowered or upset or threatened in any way. Okay. And that's the law. The law is on your side inside of that. So if your supervisor okay. is creating a context for you to feel unsafe or threatened, then that's a hostile work environment and you need to report it to HR. Now, I'm not telling you that because I train people to run around and be snitches at work. What I train people to do is to be a yes. The environment needs to resonate for you in a positive way, or how can you be productive? Yeah. Yeah, I'm exhausted. How can you be productive? And I, yeah, no, it's not possible. You don't, I don't, I'm not a swami, and I don't have a crystal ball, Debbie, but you can't be productive in an environment where you're looking over your shoulder every 10 minutes to see who's got the knife. Right. So what Gosh, there is I like to do this. is, you know, you got you. I got, like what you're saying. There is, there's only one way for you to be safe, and that's to report the environment. And what will happen okay. because of of what the 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 environment that we have in the workforce with sexual harassment and everything hostile that's being handled very seriously now, the company will rally around you and say, okay, cut this out. And I okay. promise you. There is not only is there laws that protect you around a hostile work environment, but check this out. Wait for it. There are laws that protect you from retaliation. Oh wow! So you, okay, I've worried about that okay, too. Yeah, you narc on them, and they can't come back and retaliate against you. Uh huh. So you have nothing to fear, and don't do it in a brutal or mean or or cynical or or conniving or petty way. Simply professionally state yourself like. How you're talking to me right now, very, very calm, serene, just here, look, this isn't working. You know, I come to work okay. and this happens. Have specific examples. As a matter of fact, if I were you, my coaching would be to write it down so that you don't forget. I'm, I'm writing it down right now because the only thing they can get on me is that I'm late. But And I do love my job. I love talking to people. I don't like all this drama, and I don't like that, as you call it, a hostile work environment. And so I haven't found anything else, and I don't want to run. I want to stand up to it. Do you know what I mean? But I, I, do I didn't have a word for I, it. I want to support you in standing up to it, but you mentioned the thing that, you know, what you said is accurate. If you, if you come and formally announce that you are um, calling out the hostile work environment, then the response will be, okay, well, you're, you're, you live in a glass house. Here's what's wrong with you. So if you're someone who yeah. shows up to work late or if you've got other things going on that they can point to, they will point to it. 
So my yeah, they had they did that, it today. Yeah, they will. This is their way of retaliating. Which, by the way, I already told you, they can't do that. They're not allowed to do that. But don't give them ammunition. You feel me? True. Don't give them ammunition. Yeah, I've already been late. I've yeah, already been late, so I can't erase that. Don't be late anymore. Show them okay. that they can count on you to be a professional at your job so that your request is that they be a professional at their job. Now, I know the whole late thing. I'm very familiar with the whole late thing and what it takes to be on time. When I was young, when I was in my 20s, I used to be late to work so much, and I was a great worker. I was one of those workers that mm-hmm. people like, you know, if I'm not there, the place falls apart, right? But right. I was always late. Yeah, same here. Always late. Right. You know, and one day the boss took me inside and says, tomorrow, if you're late, you're fired. And I, I'm like, oh, my God, it was so serious that I that next morning I woke up two hours early. And what I was going to do was I was going to show them. I was going to show them. I know how to be on time. And I got in my car two hours early. I was so proud of myself. And I drove out <laughs> of my, you know, garage. And I lived in an apartment that had an underground parking garage. And as I was driving up the ramp to go out, the gate, you know, uh, started lifting up as gates will do. And as my car was starting to go out, suddenly it malfunctioned and, and fell down, slam right on my oh, car. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. In my car. I had to call the landlord. He had to call people to come out and fix it. They had to, there was this whole drama. I was a half hour late to work. Oh, you know, no. And that's I called, me. <laughs> I, it was crazy. It was crazy. And when I got to work, and I had called and told him the whole drama to work, I thought I was fired because that's what he had said. But when I got to work, they were laughing. Because in what we sat down, we talked about is like that, that I called them, you know, I'm supposed to be at work at nine and I was coming in at seven to show them I could be on time. So I called at seven o'clock. And so they knew that I was trying. And so they, they thought it was funny. They was like, you don't leave it to Pam, you know, to, to have this drama right. occur, you know, when she's trying to be on time, the universe is conspiring to have her be late. You know, and wow. everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Because the, the, the garage door malfunctioned, they, I got my car fixed, and my car was a jalopy, right? And they had to fix it mm-hmm. because the garage door fell on my car. So I got my car fixed up for free, which I needed <laughs> desperately. Do you know what I mean? It's oh, like everything. Yeah. The universe will conspire to have you get what you mm. need as long as you're standing for what you need. So earlier in the call, when you first started talking to me, you said you were proud of yourself because you stood up for yourself and you got in communication with your boss about, you know, you better take a step back. And I want you to know I'm mm-hmm. proud of you too because you oh. do need to speak up for yourself. You do. Thank and you. you always need to speak up for yourself. Just remember, always be professional. Never do it like, you know, ghetto. Always be yeah. professional. You know, yeah. like you're like you're talking to me right now, and like I'm talking to you. Like, look, up with this, I will not put. You will not speak to me in that tone, and you will not do this, and you will not do that. We, that is not what is called for in a work environment. You talk that wow. way, I promise you, they will back down like a herd of jackals just jumped out of the window. Okay, they will back down because they know we can't mess with this lady. And that, my dear, is being a yes. I promise you. I, well, you've given me these tools to say the retali- laws of retaliation, hostile work environment, because when they come at me about being late, I'm going to apologize and just say, you know, 
I, I do have a problem with insomnia, and then I'm going to say about the hostile work environment. I'm going to yep, exactly. bring all that up. Perfect. Perfect. Say, look, yeah. I'm not defending what I shouldn't be doing, but I'm telling you the hostile work environment is keeping me up at night, and it's difficult for me to wake up. And now I'm yeah. having this issue with being on time. So I'm going to work on being on time, and I promise you from this point forward, I'm going to um, be on time, but I need you to create an environment that isn't hostile so that I can get home and be relaxed and go get some sleep. Let's have that, yeah. let's have that you know, agreement between us. And, and, and you want to know that this is not you narking on them. This is you demanding you be treated with respect and professionalism at work. And I promise you, girlfriend, they'll make you a supervisor when you get done. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, I know there's a new level, but it is a you new know? level. But again, my coaching to you, you know, it's not just about what they're doing wrong. Two wrongs don't make a right. So be on time. Oh do yeah, what you have to do. I don't do what you have to. I don't do. want to fight. You know, on their exactly. level. No. Right. Exactly. No. Don't give them ammunition to come at you about what's wrong with you. Just do the best okay. you can, and people are late. It's just like the story I just told you when I was young. When I got to work, the, the boss was laughing because it, it just seemed so ironic that, you know, the the one day that I'm determined to be there, the universe conspired to make me late. You know, so <laughs> you, you want to you wanna understand that sometimes that, that life does do that. You know, I tell mm-hmm. people all the time, you, you, you notice that at the beginning of my show, I don't know if you've listened to my show before, but mm-hmm. my show always opens mm-hmm. up with that song from Aladdin, you know, you, you ain't never had a friend like me, right? Because mm-hmm. I tell people mm-hmm. all the time, life is your restaurant. You know, the universe is waiting to take your order. It listens to everything. But I tell my people, my clients, I tell them, the universe is a practical joker. Okay, so yeah. you open your mouth, you be careful what you say. Okay. I know, I kept thinking in my mind, Satan, get thee behind me, and my friend said, don't yes. even say it. Yes, yes, because you turn don't around and look at that. Yeah, I know, you know because it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true, and that, that guy who I don't respect, he's young, he's dumb, blah, 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 but I still shared with him I like he had bad days and I'm like take half of mine and he (laughs) saw that as weakness and it took me 5,000 shots before I said okay it it took it takes me longer to get kicked in the teeth but when I'm done I'm done and I said I'm done you're 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 on your own now I was the best person that would have helped you that would have done anything for you but that 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 door shut that door's over you know you blew it and yeah. I never cut anybody off yeah but well, I got if there he's young, if he's young some sometimes young men need training you know that's another oh, I'm done <laughs> I'm done I, 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 <laughs> oh please I I've trained you. enough men <laughs> yes I feel you I completely feel you. Have you seen Black Panther yet? No, but I heard it was good. You need to see Black Panther because in Black Panther, the king of uh, Wakanda is, is his guard, his personal guard, is are women. Bad oh, my gosh. Women that are like balls with spears, and they do not play. 
they do not play. You need to see that that is, you know, that is the epitome of a powerful black woman. You need to see that just okay. so you can get your new role model, your mentor. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm there. One of them badass guard women, and they don't play. They do not play. Well, I told him that, and I, I told my manager that. I said, I've got bigger balls than he does. He was crying. Yep. I had to do all this work, and I had, oh my God, been here. I've done it by myself, and I didn't whine about it. And he's like, well, what if yeah. I have to go to the bathroom? I'm like, go to the bathroom. I didn't say be a man because I thought that was a little bit sexist, you know. But I wanted to yeah. say it, you know. Like I'm a yeah. woman, much older than you, and you. I gotta be. I gotta go to the bathroom. Really? Golly. Your instincts were correct. Yeah, your instincts were correct. Always communicate in a way that leaves the other person empowered, even if you're criticizing them. Let it be a It was a little hard, but I held back. (laughs) Sometimes you have to be hard. Sometimes you have to be direct and straight with people because they can't hear it when you dance. So just be straight, Mm. but always be a contribution. And that's my coaching from the Yes Coach. Okay, you don't want to ever stop on Thank you so much. You're quite welcome. I know. I, you know, check, you're awesome. check in with us and let us know how it, how it goes. And, you know, be sure and follow our show. Okay? I will. All right. Thanks for thank calling you. in. You Bye. take care. Good luck to you. Bye-bye now. You, thank you. All right. Good. Uh, we're here talking to our guest today. The number to call in and get coaching from Pam. He's the Yes Coach, 323-642-1207. We have another caller on the line. Good evening. You're alive with Pam Heath, the Yes Coach. Yes. Yes, Hi. this is Jackie. Hi, Pam. Hi, Jackie. How you doing? I'm doing, Pam. Okay, you I are. am really going on? putting the Yes out in the universe. Even though I'm getting the nose, and I'm looking at the nose, and I'm saying, but it's a yes. But it's it's funny that the young lady would talk about work because she's not getting to work on time because she doesn't want to go because she can't face that hostility. It it, it throws her off because I've been in that situation for 19 years. For 19 years. And even now, I have three men that are ganging up on me and they're all administrative. They're all in an administrative capacity. And I see them ganging up on me because they can't gang up on the other people around me. Yeah. So they try to use me as a pawn. And yeah. I'm, in, I'm at that place where I, I'm really tired of holding my peace. And a few yeah. times that I've been assertive, I saw where they all weakened. And this was three three men with one woman, right? Talking about um, evaluations and things of that nature. And they all weakened in my presence. But I saw where they had to go around the other scenarios that would make it impossible to be successful. And I don't understand that. Well, let's look at it, okay? Let's look at it together, you and I. Okay? All right, so okay. I don't want real names. I just want names so that I know who I'm talking about when. Give me some names so that we can talk about them. There's three men, right? Don't give yeah. me real names. Give me some names. Uh, Mike. There's, there's and Mike Miguel. and Miguel. And Miguel. Now, Mike and Miguel, are they um, sabotaging you in any way? Well, Miguel looks at me out the corner of his eye all the time. Do you Mike find it disrespectful? 
Right, and and he did get disrespectful, and he spoke to me in a way that my husband wouldn't speak to me. So I challenged him. So I had some feedback. I challenged him. It is how I challenged him was I told him the truth, and he didn't like it. So I know that we're on a completely different um, wave of communication. Um, he he can be very sarcastic. And and Mm -hmm, the the mm -hmm. funny thing is his wife worked there, and she's sweet as can be. But I'm pretty certain that no one else could address his wife the way that he tries to address me. I mean, even Mm. the tone of his voice, I don't like it because I was raised by a strong father who taught me to stand up. Matter of fact, the only time I found myself backing down was to my own family because I didn't want to be brutal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, okay. the mic is the one to sit back and he 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 pretends that he's you know he's very supportive and you know he's in your corner, but he uses the other two to do the dirty work. And then mm-hmm. there's another one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call him Tom. Right now, okay. he's my immediate supervisor. Right? He okay. lies in my face. In what way? What did he lie about? He would tell me that he didn't see something on my board. The, the other day I had to go take my phone and take a picture and show it to him. I said, why did you put that in the evaluation? It's right here. Actually, where it was. I told you where it was. It's written there. Well, I didn't see it. But I'm showing you it's right there. So he takes me on this long, drawn conversation about the next time when I meet with all three of them that I should just not argue, which I didn't argue before. I was just being assertive. I thought we were having a meeting where we were going to discuss the outcome. And um, he said, next time, what I should say is, um, I appreciate your opinion. I mean, I respect your opinion, although I disagree with it. Da, 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 da. And I thought that I said that the first time. But I know that he is really the person who's pushing this information out there. But Tom, Tom okay, well, is supposed to be the expert in the discipline that I actually um, teach. He's uh-huh. the media supervisor. But Tom is not honest. But Tom only does it to me, but he doesn't do it to the other women around me. So you feel he's singling you out? Yes. I know he's singling okay. me out. I, I, I've honestly sat there where he walked in the room and he spoke to everyone else and he didn't speak to me. And it's like he just, oh, oh, hi, hi, young lady. And I look at him like, I'm older than, I'm not older than one woman, but I'm older than the other one I was down to. I, I find that offensive. Mm-hmm. And he does it all the time. And I'm the only woman of color. I'm one of those women in, 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 in the Panther that I'm ready to, you know, stand up with the king. Yes. Because I, was, I wasn't raised to just accept anything from anyone. Yes. I understand. So, I mean, that it creates a hostile environment. And many times I feel like the other young lady, I just don't want to be there. Yeah. So you, you too have a hostile work environment. Yeah, okay. it's been hostile, and, and you could go to different locations within the um the system. The entire system is broken, and they've created an environment where you can't speak your truth. You sometimes have to sit there like a kid and just go along. The people who don't do the work, 
they get whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Well, my 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 experience in a situation like that is the reason why the people get what they want who don't do anything is because they are related to the people who are the powers that be, and they kiss up to them or they they know how to politically be around the people who make the rules. So they don't, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have the same relationship to the environment that you do because they're, they're being politically connected. So right. the, the way a lot to circumvent, exactly politics. And there's a way to circumvent office politics. And the only way to do it professionally is to be formal about it. Mm-hmm. Not do this on a level of, um, I'm telling you, boy, you know, respect me. It's it's beyond that. Okay, you have to be formal. It has to go into your file and into his. Okay, so that okay. when the crucial moment comes, you have written proof that you've been in communication about this. No matter who okay. they are or what they're up to. Like just recently in the news, this um, knucklehead that went to Florida school and, and shot up the place and killed 17 people, right? Right. And uh, It turns out that this guy who has a podcast like I do, mm-hmm. had um, he, he has a chat room. And this kid that just did this, this massacre would come mm-hmm. in his chat room and say heinous things about what he was going to do for years. And he reported it to the FBI for years. He reported it to the FBI. He said, this kid is coming to my podcast chat room and talking about how he's going to go do damage and shoot people up. You need to deal with this kid. And they dismissed it. They didn't believe him. They didn't listen to him. They actually went to his job and interviewed him like something was wrong with him. Right. Mm-hmm. That he reported it. Now, they actually bullied him. He actually mm-hmm. was related to, like, there was something wrong with him. But when the crucial moment comes, because he did everything right, he filed a formal mm-hmm. complaint, he did it in writing. He did mm-hmm. everything he was supposed to do. And when the crucial moment came and this kid went and, and took a gun and killed 17 people, mm-hmm. and he stood up and said, you see, told you, the FBI one of the most powerful government agencies we had had to back down, apologize, and admit their flaw. Why? Why didn't they cover it up or try to, you know, sweep it under the rug? They couldn't. You want to know why they couldn't? Because he, he had written formally, it. he had written it all up, filed it all in the proper way, and they couldn't hide from the truth because he had done his job. He did it in writing. He did it properly. He did it professionally. All he did was what you're – and he did it multiple times. So they couldn't lie. They couldn't say, oh, he's, you know, he's wrong. He didn't do that. The the phone message was lost. You know, he did everything in writing, and he was very persistent, and yet they ignored mm-hmm. him and treated him like he, there was something wrong he with him. He was – like something was wrong with him. Yeah, like yeah. they came to his job and interviewed him at his job. Can you imagine if the FBI showed up at your job and said, we want to talk to, to this young lady here, and what would the people at your job think if that were to happen? Right, 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 exactly. You know, that's how they did him. 
That's how they did it. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is I want you to understand things in life you have no control over. Mm-hmm. Life, you know, is like a baseball game. And you are at bat. And life is the pitcher. And life is throwing ball after ball after ball at you. And you are trying to hit each and every one of them. And you have mm-hmm. absolutely no control over the balls. They come when they right. come. They come where they come. But you have everything to say about how you're going to hit those balls. You be right. professional. You be formal. You do what you're Exactly. To they do. don't like formality. And I have exactly. to work in the school. Because exactly. I'm almost certain if someone on the outside was able to inform inform the FBI of their concerns, I could guarantee you if they look in his school records or even speak to some of his former teachers, they would be able to say how many times they were silenced. Exactly. And you don't want to be somebody who is constantly running around narking on everybody and everything and everything. Right. You want to right. be very, very committed to, to making a difference and contributing mm-hmm. a change to an mm-hmm. environment that is hostile. And your commitment yeah. in the matter, you want to actually have it be spiritual. Okay? You want it to mm-hmm. be spiritual. Like, I'm a mm-hmm. stan. You want to be, they want to make a movie about your damn life. Okay? You're going to be like mm-hmm. Nova Ray. You're going to be a stand for this stuff here and now in 2018. No more. You are not going to have an environment where I spend the majority of my time be like this, toxic, threatening, unprofessional, mm-hmm. and demeaning. I will not come to work in an environment like this, and you're going to do something about it. And that's how you want to be. And that, my dear, is being a yes. And you know you're being a yes. That, that's being a yes. When you talk about being a yes and everyone's handing you no. When people have mm-hmm. you no, know, they get yes shoved right back at them because yes is resonating with the way the universe runs. The energy of the universe resonates at yes, and all you have to do is resonate in the same frequency. So that environment is hostile. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, it's a hostile environment. If you, mm-hmm. you know, you, you said you mentioned that you've been there for 19 years. Okay, not at that particular it's location in other but schools. But you've been doing what you've been doing, yeah. And you want to? Yes, because I love to do it. Just fell off the turnip tr- truck yesterday. You know your profession, and you know how you want to be treated, and you know the way to treat people, and it is not going that way here. And you need to take a stand for the for the transformation I know of that when environment. Be, I know when I'm being railroaded, but in 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 the past I did speak out at another location, and it mm-hmm. backfired on me because it's a very political environment. I yeah, live locally. I, I think if I didn't live locally and I worked for this system, I would have been better off. Because if yeah, I speak out in my local happens. community to maybe a stakeholder, a a um, person you know, in another agency or at a at a community meeting, it, it gets you back on your job. Yeah. But yeah. there's a system of nepotism and um it's it's well known but they're not doing anything about it. So a person like me who's vested in it, I I mean I'm just like counting the years now because I'm like it can't get any yeah. worse. Yeah, and you don't want it to. You don't want I it don't. to get worse. You don't want to. To be honest you with you, to... I want, I'm, I'm at the point now, as soon as I get certain things in a certain order, 
I'm ready to branch out and do something different. I don't think I even want to stay to retirement because everyone who I work with is miserable. Yeah, exactly. And there's a point in time when somebody has to take stand up and, and, and make a change. It's like this, you know, shooting in Florida, the students at that school <laughs> showed up at a town meeting and, and demanded, you know, gun control. It's like how many students have to die? How many more students have to die in these school massacres before you stop putting guns in the hands of crazy people who all they want to do is kill? Mm-hmm. How are we supposed to go to school now and feel safe? And those kids that from that school, the ones who survived the massacre, the people who, mm-hmm. you know, who, who, who are the ones who was there when it happened, they're all saying mm-hmm. the same thing. Give us something that we can count on so that we can live in an environment and learn in an environment where we're not afraid for our lives. Right. And, and so that's that means the way that they, they there has to be some sound leadership because leadership yes. is leadership is the question because the leadership, what I'm saying is that people at the top are just passing the buck down to us. They're pretty yes, much, they it's like a trickle-down effect. They're not giving us the support that we need. And I think a lot of kids at this point or a lot of other people are becoming hostile in work because either out of sheer desperation or disappointment. I mean, obviously that kid was mentally ill. I deal with mentally ill kids on a regular basis. And yeah, guess what? They can exactly. walk into an office and then come back to class and laugh at me. Yeah, and the thing about it is you want to you yeah. create an environment where, where the, the, the fellow teachers and the fellow workers are in line mm-hmm. for the same commitment, that you're not all at cross purposes. I mean, I admire you. I give you all the honor and respect that you deserve as a teacher these days. Uh, you know, it's it's doubly hard, triply hard than it was when I was yes. Being a teacher these days, these kids, they, they, the millennials and, 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 and the children that they raised are a completely mm-hmm. different breed that you're trying to teach. And so far be it from the, the whole student population, you know, they're bringing guns to school. They're having sex at age They're bringing knives to nine. school, only you, you never know, hear like, anything about it after they discover yeah, an incident. They're doing all of that. <laughs> teachers are, are, are creating a hostile environment where you, you don't even, when you wake up, you don't even want to go to work. Mm-hmm. So the important thing for you to remember in, in terms of what you're up to in, in your life is you want to mm-hmm. be, you know, taking yes into your environment is bringing yes where it already exists and it, the expression of it, it just isn't available. But the universe resonates at yes. So what you're really doing is fine-tuning the yes that's already there. Mm. All right? I promise you, yes. it occurs like everything's a no, but it's not true. It's a no masking the yes that's already there. So you're just like a like a piano tuner with a with a tune you're going ping 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 mm-hmm. and listening for the yes. And that's the way you got to be. And don't worry, there'll be times and there'll be days when you're when you're bumping up against a really hardcore, you know, wall. Mm-hmm. Just know that those same walls have been beaten on before. Martin Luther King beat on walls. Mm-hmm. You know, people stood for something, and that's why we're here. Go watch that movie, Netflix it, or, or Amazon Prime it, Norma Ray. Norma Ray? Movie, yeah, even though it's a movie, 
okay? Mm-hmm. And even though Sally Field is an actress, she's portraying mm-hmm. a real human being. She's portraying okay. a woman who um, stood for the seamstress. You know, um, back in the day, the women who sewed the clothes that the, the stores had on the racks were treated mm-hmm. like slaves, okay? They were slaves. They worked morning, noon, and night, no breaks. They worked them like slaves. And Norma Ray, the woman who started the union, okay? Okay. She stood up one day and said, no more. And she went through a hell to create this. She went through more than you can possibly imagine. Watch that. Wow. Because you're the Norma Ray of your environment. You're the one, you know, who stood up and said one day, no more. Uh, This is no longer acceptable. Somebody has to. Somebody has to be the one to say no more. Like those kids in Florida. Mm-hmm. They yeah, they're getting they're a lot of no attention more. because of their, you know, outcry. Yeah. How and that, that needs to be going on throughout this whole country. And until somebody in stands school. up and says that, everybody's just taking it under, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, look what happened. Oh, another school. Oh, wow, isn't that terrible? And these kids are like, no, 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 uh-uh, no. I was there. Sucker came in with a gun. I was there. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to school if this. These you got to get these guns out of these crazy people's hands. They're over there standing up, shouting, say do something. And that's what you have to do. Maybe you don't know what has to be done, but you know something has to be done. And it's yes. time. It's time for and, and, and a lot of it is spiritual as well because I see a that's lot of things that you know people are doing. I'd be only because exactly. I'm aware of it, but um, I mean, I mean the energy there, the, the the environment is so thick you can't even breathe. Right, and you want to know that you're not the only one who experiences this. I know, I but know, I'm not the only one, the but I, I, one. I'm, I'm newer the to this. I'm newer to this up. particular location, and people have been it's there okay. for a long time. Their their mantra is that's the way it's been. It used to be worse. I can't imagine. There's a word for that. There's a word for that. It's called resignation. Mm. Okay? They're resigned. They're like, oh, well, you know, I only got three more years and I can retire. Oh, wow. You know, that's just the way it is. Mm. Um, You know, it's just how it goes. Nobody's going to really help us. I need the money. So one day, you know, maybe I'll go to a different school and it won't be like that. Yeah, and that's, that's how I'm feeling now, and and yeah. I don't want to be that way. So, you yeah, know, exactly. again, I'm so still practicing my yes. Yeah. Hello? So my my coaching to you is to continue to show up to work and keep looking for ways to tune the yes that's in the environment because the universe resonates that yes. The yes is there. We just don't know. And uh, okay. how to make it come out, okay? And you can keep okay. coming back and checking in with us. We want to hear. Oh, from definitely. You. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate your show. You're it's welcome. It's yeah. Very interesting and very enlightening. You got it. Thank you, you Pam. Got it. All right. Take take care and God bless. Okay. You. All right. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank. You. It's so wonderful when we have people who are standing up for themselves and actually taking their lives on and. And being a yes in an environment that it resonates, that yes is not available, but yes is always available. I promise you the universe resonates at the energy of yes. And when your environment is 
screaming no. It's because it's a mask over the yes that wants to happen. And you can pull forth the yes that wants to happen in your life, in your environment, in your significant other or whoever your partner is. The yes is there. You just have to call it forth. Okay? So we have time for one more call. So let's see who this is. Good evening. You're on live with Pam Heath, yes coach. Who's this? Would you let a woman put a strap on on and do you from behind? That's gay. No, that's really, really not necessary to come on. Oh, you're gay. So anyway, we had somebody who trolling my show and saying nasty things, so we got rid of them. What you want to know is that the science of yes is the power for you to take on your life and design the life that you love. In order to do that, you have to bring the courage, the courage to be different from what everybody else is doing, the courage to know that you are not alone, that you have a connection to the universe, and that what you want and what you're working for, your goals, your dreams, your visions, are available to you inside of yes. Remember what I taught you about the song that comes on my show in the beginning. You ain't never had a friend like me. The universe is your maitre d' and is waiting for your order. So don't be afraid to ask for what you want. Come on the program every week and get answers to your questions. I love working with people who are struggling with how to be at work, how to be in their relationships. But what I really want to do is I want to help you have the life you love. We're here every week, and if you want to reach out to me offline, you can reach out to me either via my website at www.pamheath.com. That's Pam, P-A-M-H-E-A-T-H, at Yes Coach, the number four, and the letter U, dot com. You can write to me, and I'll respond or you can give me a call at area code 818-275-4798. That's 818-275-4798. I'd love to hear back from you, any of you, at any time. Let me know what I can do to support you. Visit my website, www.yescoachforyou.com. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I'd love to hear back from people I close to see how things are going. So when you come on to the show, don't forget to follow. Following here on Blog Talk Radio is just like liking on Facebook. It tells us and it tells Blog Talk Radio that you were enjoying the show and that you want to hear more. So follow the science of yes with Pam Heath, the yes coach. We're here every week, Thursdays at 9 p.m., and what we love to do is talk to you about having the life that you love. Remember, you ain't never had a friend like me. Thank you so much. Talk to you next week. Good night. Oh, uh, 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 uh,